Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mama Scotswin. I'm Bella. And I'm Gabby. And, and we're, we're your hosts. You know, listening to that intro, I can really hear my like inner child come on. Like, I have like this, I don't know, it bothers well, me. You are a child. Yeah, but once May hits, I'm not. <laughs> Chile. <laughs> okay guys, uh, let's start off with an apology. We were supposed to post a podcast on Wednesday. It's now Friday. Uh, life got hard, let's just be real. It didn't get hard, but Bella started in hockey. I'm the chauffeur for the hockey girl here now, and it just got crazy. School's crazy right now, so we came up with a plan that we're going to start posting mostly on Fridays now because, you know, you want to start off your weekend with a good podcast, I guess. Does that sound good to you, Bella? Yep. Oh. Okay. Another thing we started to think about is how many like current events or issues we want to talk about in one episode. We thought about just doing one current event per episode or one issue or maybe just one current event and one issue. Um, but just depends. We'll see what's going on in the world, what's going on in our city. And yeah, we can decide from there. But today we do have a topic that's happening here in Canada that's affecting the indigenous peoples in Nova Scotia. So, actually, before we start talking about this, um, we just wanted to learn actually how to say this. We're talking about the issue of the Mi'k- the Mi'kmaq people in Nova Scotia. Before, we recorded this an episode before, but we were saying the word wrong. We actually, I know somebody, and Bella now knows somebody um, we're really close, like, I guess friends with them. They're, she's like an auntie, and she is Mi'kmaq? Mi'kmaq. It's Mi'kmaq. Mi'kmaq. We were saying Mi'kmaq, or like, <laughs> not, we weren't saying Mi'kmaq, but we were saying like Mi'kmaq, like. We just didn't know how to pronounce it, right? Yeah, because there's a Q, and then there's a K, and I was like, oh, Mi'kmaq. So I was just, and then we find like, okay, I'm going to text her. How do I say this? And she like gave us a whole little like lesson, so I was really thankful for that, so. I don't want to say names because I don't have consent from them. So thank you to... If you know who you are. Yeah, Auntie A. We'll call her that. She's like an auntie. I've known her for a bit now. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Bella is going to talk about what's happening, the issue that is happening in Nova Scotia right now with the uh, my people and the non-indigenous people of Nova Scotia, like I said. So, Bella... So, basically what's happening in Nova Scotia is that um, there's non-Indigenous fishermen in Nova Scotia who are currently just right now attacking and harassing the Mi'kmaq fishermen, exercising their treaty rights to finish to fish for moderate livelihood. Okay, so that's what's happening. We're going to discuss how we feel, ways you can help, and just different... I guess, I don't know. Little topics from that issue. How are you feeling about this, Bella? How does this make you feel as an indigenous person? It's sad to see see this still happening in 2020. But we know that this is happening still all over Canada. This isn't like the first... First time it's ever happened. First time it's ever happened. Yeah, it's just, it's sad. I think it's really sad... These people aren't harming anyone. They're just 
they're fishing for their families and for the communities. Like Bella said, they're trying to live a moderate livelihood. They're trying to get a moderate livelihood. They're not, yeah, they're not hurting anyone. They're just doing what they've been taught, like, what we've all learned. We've learned how to fish. We've learned how to hunt. What? You haven't. <laughs> I haven't, personally. <laughs> I, I, will, I will one day. I know how to fish, that's for sure. But not how they fish. I don't know how to... I went to fish at a lake. There was no fish, but... <laughs> I'll catch a fish one day. But they're just trying to survive. Like, if you've seen the prices of food in that... Like, I don't know how it is in Nova Scotia. Maybe it's the same as, like, none of it and stuff. Like, where the no. prices are extreme. Yeah. But still, you know, people hunt and stuff for... <laughs> I don't know. Because they don't... Eat... I don't even know what I'm saying now. Bella, you got me messed up. I'm, I'm sorry, what? guys. What did I do to you? Okay, um... I just... It's just sad to see this happening, like, right... You, Everybody, I think everybody listening to this podcast is most likely indigenous. So... You know that when indigenous people hunt or they fish or they do anything of that sort, they, when they hunt an animal, they don't overkill, I guess that would be the word to use. Yeah. They don't, they don't overkill, they don't, and, and when you do hunt an animal, you're using every last bit of that animal you can use. And in, in this instance, lobster, you're eating it. And that's pretty much the only use, I would assume, right? Yeah, I mean, you can't really and, make anything out of it. Yeah, so you, you eat it, or um, I guess they were, they're selling it to create a moderate livelihood. That's actually in the their treaty rights there in Nova Scotia. And I just think it's it's really bad to compare the, the commercial lobster fishermen, lobster fishermen, fishers and um these non-indigenous fishers when you're with you're comparing it to indigenous fishermen because if you if you look at the numbers and the statistics uh the indigenous fishermen have like i think it was a total of 500 traps right now in the water right now Mm -hmm. compared to the thirty-five thousand traps that are placed by the commercial fisher commercial fishermen so it's it's just sad to see that when you hear these non-indigenous fishermen saying, "Oh, I almost," <laughs> when you hear these non-indigenous fishermen saying, um, "They're gonna, they're going to kill these lobster. They're going to take over, them all. They're going to take all of the lobster. They're gonna, they're gonna ruin our what we when we can fish, right? They're not gonna leave any for us, which is just absolutely not true. It's just, it's so." It's so irritating and, and disappointing to hear it over and over again where all you hear is the in, like people bashing on indigenous people. And it's like they're it's like they're just not educated on anything about treaty rights because even though they're not they're not indigenous, they're still treaty people. They're still living on a treaty. They're still living on what is it, Because as we learned in social yes, studies... Yes, as I learned in grade 9 social studies, we all are treaty people. We all are treaty people. <laughs> and I was watching this video, and it was like... I don't know if it was like a fight... Was it a fight? Did you see the one on Facebook? They were saying like something about, oh, she's smoking the peace pipe, and... Well, these like non-indigenous fishermen were like fighting, I guess, or like yelling at these indigenous people saying... Oh, she's smoking the peace pipe, and 
she's waving her weird stick around and just hurtful and disgusting things to the yelling shouting stuff at these indigenous people and all they're trying to do is just stand up for their rights they're not gonna who wants to get talked down to by you know anyone like i don't like getting talked down to by my teachers like if they're being racist to me do you like that bella I would say I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like you're gonna agree with me. Yeah, like, <laughs> like no, I actually, no, I actually really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, but I just think it's great that the Mi'kmaq people are standing up for themselves. They're not gonna let people just run walk, all over them. Walk all over them. Yeah, they're being resilient. Yes, and that's like the best thing that they can do instead of just, I guess, being sad about the situation. Even though they can be, they definitely have the full right to be because they're getting bashed by non-indigenous people and other fishermen so it's it's sad to see that our our canadian government isn't really doing anything at all except for saying oh please please stop the violence yeah yeah that's gonna really stop them i'm pretty just, sure yeah they're like oh just chill for a minute it's like, yeah oh, yeah that's gonna really solve the problem that's they, gonna thank solve- you justin trudeau that really helped it that's just oh you ended it okay yep justin trudeau ended the yeah fight or the what is this like a would this like what would this whole issue be considered? I don't even know. Really. Justin Trudeau solved it when he made that tweet, saying just you know, he's condemning it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure none of those white fishermen like you anyway. So. I'm sure they all said, "Oh, okay, let's just stop this. Let's stop attacking the Mi'kmaq people." Yeah. No, that's not what they said. I don't, yeah, like Bella said, probably half those non-indigenous, you know, white fishermen were like, F you, Justin Trudeau. They yeah. still don't like you. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, another thing that Bella said that I found really interesting was that the Mi'kmaq people aren't over, like, fishing. Right. They're yeah. just grabbing what they need to, like, either, what you said, sell? To either, sell, yeah. To, to sell, sell or to feed their families. And that and indigenous fishermen aren't over hunting. Definitely, they know not to over hunt. And even if they do, they're still gonna give it to people in their communities or other family, right, Bella? Yes. And ha- it's honestly the thing where people say indigenous people are over fishing. How how do how can you say that indigenous people are over fishing and over hunting? How how can you say that when we've the indigenous people have been here? tens of thousands of years they've sustained a lifestyle like this is this is basic knowledge like indigenous people they're the most equal eco eco-friendly people because where you just you can't sustain a life and then be damaging the environment you can't overfish and then expect not to ruin your your ecosystem in that area that's it's just it's so dumb even just hearing people say they're gonna they're not leaving enough for us. They are. They definitely are. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure the commercial fishermen are taking way more than they need and probably in unethical ways. And as indigenous people, we've learned to be grateful for the land that we live on. You know you know, we're not gonna be like harm we're not harming the land anywhere. We're thankful for where we're at. We've learned to live off the land, literally. You know, living in what? No? Okay. I <laughs> do you have to bring that up that I have it? Okay. The peop- <laughs> my ancestors our ancestors before us. I'm sorry. 
I definitely haven't lived on the land. I've, but I'm thankful for the land that I'm on. You know, I'm thankful that I'm on Treaty Six territory, traditional homeland of the Métis. Is there another bird? I don't know. There, there is. I think there. No, I think it's just the. I t- I hear this all the time, and my mind just suddenly went blank. Um. Yeah. Is there any other stuff you want to say on this topic? Oh, I think I have a back page to... We have a booklet of stuff we've written down so far, so... How do you feel about this issue? Oh, we already talked about that. Yeah. We talked about literally as we hopped in. We have a book, guys, so we've been, like... So that, like, we write our our show name, and then we play, like, the topic we're going to talk about, and then we just put a bunch of stuff down. That's what our family told us to do, just put a topic down and then just write what comes to your head, whatever you want to talk about, how you feel about the issue... Uh, well, we kind of already talked about everything. How long what was, was that it? thing that you were talking about before about uh, TikTok? Okay, so talking about TikTok and hunting and having a moderate li- moderate livelihood, I follow this one girl on TikTok. I can't place her name in my head because I just started following her. I've seen. Oh, her I know like, who you're talking about. Yeah, I follow her. Yeah. She's so beautiful. She's Sorry, indigenous. She's now. from... I Bella's going to search it up just so I don't, like, get it wrong. But she and, like, just different other TikTokers from, like, the territories and stuff and up north have shown them eating with their families. They're eating, like, either whale... What is it, Bella? Whale? Beluga, I think it is. Uh, her name is... Okay, sorry, Bella, show me. Her name is at Shen, Sheena Nova. And she's... Anuvanga, I am Anuk. She okay, so that's from what that would be. That's um, I think she's from the Northwest Territories. So okay, so she. Oh no, she's from Nunavut. Sorry. Yeah, she has shown her and her mother, and then like other TikTokers have shown them eating like the whale and stuff, and they eat it raw, and it's frozen. It's, it's their traditional food. Yeah, and that's how they've lived for like thousands of years, and then there's these you know. I don't want to say I don't want to sound that like that person, but there's there's white people and there's like non-indigenous in, people, ign- ignorant people. Yeah, ignorant people, and they're just attacking them, and they're just showing them. They're just showing TikTok how they eat their food and how they're surviving up north, and people are like, oh my god, you're killing those animals. You're just eating them, and it's like, well, yeah. Uh, what am I gonna I do with it? I don't <laughs> think people realize though that the farther north you go up, the less nat- the less food that's gonna grow. You're not gonna have food that's literally growing from the ground like you can find down here down south you're not going to find that you're not going to find as many white like deer or something like that you're not going to find that kind of stuff you're going to find stuff in the ocean so i guess cold water fish or or whales or seals or stuff like that you're not going to find stuff literally growing out of the ground because it's it's up north (laughs) it's literally in the arctic circle (laughs) and then talking again about like over hunting and like overfishing these people are you know killing these like a whale but they're not just like it's not just one family that's only gonna eat a little piece of the whale and then they're like oh we're done with it just throw it back in they're obviously gonna split it in between the people in the community and they'll freeze it so they can have it some other time and just stock up on it but these people that are commenting on her videos they're like oh you're just like they're not sharing with anyone you're killing these poor innocent animals but they're not just doing it for fun i think that's what people think they're doing it they're just doing it for fun like who would you kill a whale for fun 
No, I wouldn't kill anything for fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I just think it's... They're just ignorant people that haven't been educated, that haven't educated themselves and read up about different cultures. And she made a video about that. She was saying how she kind of was mad, but she says that we need to be open to learning about other people's cultures, which is true. Yeah. It's definitely true. Like, I love learning about other indigenous cultures like i don't know everything about where she's from i don't know every like tradition they have and you know all the stuff they do she's also so when she said she's i'm a nuck they do this thing called throat singing and they like they're like using their like actual throat and it's usually like two people and it's really cool actually like i think it's really cool awesome and she and her mom her Sorry, her and her mother who had made a video of them throat singing and she posted it and then on that you when you post a video it automatically makes your own sound. So people can also make a video using that sound. And there's just people like making fun of her, dancing, pretending to throat sing and it's all non indigenous people. Yeah. And that's sad that you that you're gonna make fun of someone's culture and someone's it's just stupid, like, and it, <laughs> it, it made me so mad because, like, I was on there, and there's older people doing it, I'm like, how do you, like, what makes a person think, oh, let me just make fun of someone's culture, let me just mock them, like, what goes through someone's mind just to do that, like, no, and then there was, like, little kids dancing to that, and then they're like, well, they don't know, and I'm like, I get that they don't know, but, like, how do the kids' parents not see this, how do they not say, oh, you should, like, it's just, it's stupid, in my opinion. Bella, how does that make you feel? Hearing about that. Yeah, to me it's just like... It's like so mind-boggling that people can still do this. Like, people literally see someone, they're like, Oh, okay, they're brown. Let's be racist. Like, who does that? Who let's does make, that? Let's make a joke and then pretend like it's funny. Yeah, let's learn about someone's culture that's been alive for thousands of years. And then say, Oh, yeah, let's make fun of it. Let's do make you remember... Okay, so me and Bella actually started watching the show Trickster on CBC at 7 or 6 mm. E <laughs> promoting the show. It's a really good book. It's based off the sh- uh, novel, Son of a Trickster. And... It's a trilogy. The, it's a... Yeah. It's the first episode. He This boy, the main character, he's working at... Uh, Burger Joint, I guess. And... <laughs> He was serving the customer, and, like, they're talking. He's like, thanks, thanks, Jared. You're not, you're not one of the lazy ones. And, like, it didn't hit my head at that point. I was just like, what? And then Bella paused, and she's like, you're like, did you hear that? And, like, you just, like, talked and run. I was like, what does that even mean? And then you're like, because people think we're indigenous people or natives are lazy. And I was like, oh. Like, that's just making a joke and thinking it's funny. Right, Bella? Yep. <sighs> Yeah, and then, like, when people say that, they're like, oh, but I'm trying to give you, like, a... I'm trying to give you a compliment. Like, I'm saying you're not lazy. Um, okay, well, you're feeding into those stereotypes. That's... If someone ever said that to me, oh, my God. I don't even know how I'd react to that. I'd be, like... I would probably just be, like, frozen there. I don't even know how I'd react. Like, I've been called stuff before, and, like... That was, like, when I was in, like, I'm in grade 12 now, so, like, I've been called stuff in grade 9, and I was, like, what? And then I would talk to people about it, and they're, like, Gabby, that's racist, and I was, like, 
wait a minute. And I was just, like, so confused. There's stuff in elementary school that has, like, now that I think about it, stuff that has been said to me in elementary, I'm like, wow, that was extremely racist. Yeah, when I think back to, like, stuff that happened in social studies class where it's, like, okay, so, for example, last, no, I wasn't last year, two years ago in grade nine, we were starting the indigenous unit in our social studies class, and this one kid was like, oh my gosh, yes, it's my favorite unit, and everybody was, I was like, oh, why? And he's like, because it's so easy. And it's like, oh. It's like, well, thanks. Yeah, that... And when you think back to it, like, now that I think back to it, I'm like, to so many different things that's happened in school and stuff, to me, I think back to it, and it's like, wow, that is really racist. Like, I remember, like, back in, like, grade five, grade six, grade seven, when we were talk about indigenous, we do the indigenous unit in social studies, they'd be like, is anybody in here indigenous? And everybody would look at me, and I'd be like, yeah, I am. And I remember this one time, specifically in grade seven, the teacher, she was like, okay, I'm not going to say names, but she was like, can, she's like, is anybody in here indigenous? And everybody looked at me and I was like, yeah, I am. And she said, oh, can you, do you, we were talking about residential schools. And she was like, oh, do you know anybody that went to a residential school? And I was like, um, yeah. And she was like, oh, can you like speak on that? And I was like, she like wanted me to stand up and like, just stand there and like talked about it and I was like um it's like what are you supposed to talk about like our grandfather has like never talked about the us about anything that's happened to him in residential school like my dad he barely talked to dad about it right yeah and why would anyone want to talk about stuff that's happened it's it's not that they're asking us to talk about it to me though it's like it's the yeah. singling out because it's like you're making us me stand in front of the class and talk about it, something that and, I honestly don't even know because and, yeah and feel be, uncomfortable yeah it's just it's it's you you don't like no one likes to be singled out and especially on something like that that's just so it it just especially when you're already nervous to talk in class like yeah. that just sucks like okay this happened to me in grade ten. Uh, it's Indigenous Week at our school. They do that every oh, year, yeah. Indigenous Week. And in my English class, my teacher brought in um, a lady that's in university. I actually met her cup like a two months, like a couple months ago. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're the one that spoke to my class." And she's like, "And I was like, yeah, my teacher made me feel really uncomfortable when you came because I was the only Indigenous kid." And she's like, "Oh, what school?" And I told her, and she's like, "Oh, I remember your school." And then she's like, "I remember you actually." Because she's like, it was the English class, right? And she knew the exact same teacher. She's like, she made me feel that way. And I'm not calling out my teacher, because I'm not going to say her name, obviously. But I'm just yeah. saying, she's made me feel really uncomfortable at certain times. Because I'm indigenous. And like, so let's go back to the, sorry, I just ran on like a little rant thing. But let's go back to the English class. It's indigenous week. We're meeting with this girl. And she's going to teach us some Cree words and... Cree, uh, what would you call them? Yeah. Customs, like, uh, yeah, traditions. traditions, yeah. And, you know, protocols and stuff in the teepee. And, like, I already had known some of them, you know. Girls sit on one side, men sit on the other side. Traditionally, girls wear, like, skirts or they cover their legs with blankets. And the day the day before, Miss, my teacher, I was, an, I was about to say her name. That would have been... Oh. <laughs> and, sorry, Bella just had to ask me who it was because she, but Bella already knew. And she's like, Gabby, would you like to 
she singled me out right away. She was like, Gabby. And I was like, oh my god. And it's not that I'm ashamed to talk about this, but it's just... <sighs> speaking in front of people that just don't care is not... It's not fun, obviously. Like, who wants to talk to someone about your culture? Like, I love talking about my culture. But when people don't look interested and when they're just literally ignoring you, that sucks. Like, it literally makes you feel shitty already. So she was like, talk to the class. And I was like, why Like, why couldn't you ask me before if I was okay with this? Like, I wasn't ashamed, but I was just, I didn't want to, like, I got singled out right away. So then the next day came and she was like, Gabby, can you come to the front of the class and show your ribbon skirt? And I was like, and again, I'm not ashamed to show my ribbon skirt. I'm not ashamed to show my culture. But again, she singled me out. She didn't ask before class if I was okay with this. Like, and then all the girls just looked at me weird that I was wearing a long skirt. And, like, I don't know. I'm just the most person that, ca- like, I shouldn't care what people think, but I do. This makes me think back to last <laughs> Just, like, mine. Wait a second. <laughs> I think this was either last year in grade nine. Um, We have this teacher at our school. He's an English teacher. I think you know who I'm talking about. My only English teacher I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. And so... He he has this class, and he's... Okay, first off, he's a little creepy, but we won't get into that right now. Are we allowed to talk about stuff like this? I don't know. I mean, if, if the people... If teachers from my school find this, then that's some really hardcore... Digging. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, and this girl, she... I don't know exactly where she's from, but she was... She wore um a traditional... I think it was, like, some kind of hairpiece or something from whatever her culture is, I don't specifically know, but it was a cultural, like, hair piece in her hair, and the teacher, he was like, um, can you take that out? And she was like, sorry, like, I can't, that's, this is my culture, and he was like, well, I mean, it's just, it's kind of really distracting, and you're not allowed to have hoods on, because, like, when you wear a bunny hugger or a jacket in school, you're not allowed to put your hood up, or you're not allowed to wear a hat, so he was like, can you just, like, take it off right now? And she was like, no, I can't, and then she left the class, and she, like, walked out, and just, like, calmed herself down, and then went to her next class. And she told us about it in class, and I was just like, that is so messed up, because even in class, he always, like, makes people just feel weird. And And unwelcomed. Yeah. Like, if someone, like, what what have I worn? Okay, so I haven't really worn anything, like, very traditional. Only the ribbon skirt that one time to the teepee teach-ins. And I was the only girl, my teacher actually, the teacher actually did wear a skirt because she had one. Hers was pretty nice, it kind of looked better than mine, but I was like, okay. <laughs> made me feel kind of jealous. And my ha- I made a new ribbon skirt after that, actually. But if the teacher ever told me that, I'd be like, girl, and I'd just walk out of the class yeah. just like your friend did. Because I would be so mad, and I would right away go talk to like the principal or the vice principal, and I'd be like, I'm done with this. Like, I've talked to my vice principal before. Me and him actually talked for the first time, like, a year ago. And I've been at that school for, like, three years now, four years. And I finally just talked to him about an incident that happened with me and a teacher. And he was such a nice guy. I really wish I am back. I'm going back to school just so I can talk to him because he's such a nice guy. I I have much respect for the vice principal. But if if a teacher ever made me feel uncomfortable like that, I would be pretty mad and... I would definitely just walk out of class, like, it's unacceptable that they're, like, oh, just take out your traditional hairpiece. Like, yeah. you think he'd ever say that to anyone wearing, like, a, 
Oh, no. Yeah, if he ever said that, I'd be like, oh, okay, no, you need to get fired. That's when. Like, if he ever <laughs> said that to, you know, a person that was wearing a hijab, I'd be like, oh, I know yeah. you did not just ask someone to do that. <sighs> Our teachers have no filters. Mm-hmm. They really don't think, like, some of them just don't think about what they say. Yep. I thought, when Bella was talking about, like, elementary school, I thought about this one EA that always made me feel really uncomfortable, like... Now that I think about it, she might have been a low-key racist. And, like, her vibe... In elementary school, I barely knew anything. Like, I barely... I went to an all-white school, so I barely learned anything about my culture. The only time we ever learned was about residential schools. And that was the only time we ever learned about indigenous people. And every year, it was just the same. Residential schools, residential schools. Feel bad it, it for was, the... It was the same things. It was always... Like, I literally, we've been doing, okay, I'm doing my Indigenous Studies class right now online, and um, thinking it's the same exact stuff for the first portion of the unit that we did in, I would say, grade, I think I did the same exact kind of stuff in grade 7. Worldviews? Yeah. It's the same thing every year, and it's like they're just not, it's not like this, like, it's like they're not, like... They're just not... I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I just don't like learning indigenous studies from a white guy. I'm just gonna... like. I just, yeah, it just doesn't feel right. Like, in class, sometimes I feel like I'm teaching because, like, my teacher... Like, one of my teachers was like, oh, do you want to talk to us about some of this stuff? And I was, like, straight out, I was like, yeah, this just doesn't make any sense. Like, I wish I really... And, like, I enjoyed my indigenous studies teacher. I'm not gonna lie. He's a really... He was a really nice person. He did move schools, though. Oh, yeah, that sucked because he was a really good teacher. He was super nice to me. Um, you know, he was he was a really good guy. And then I had like an incident with the new Indigenous Studies teacher. <sighs> I wanted to drop a class, but I didn't. And then COVID happened, so that was good because I was just no. <laughs> I was just yeah I was just not having it. I was not liking her class at all. Yeah, but. Like Bella said, I just it doesn't feel right learning indigenous studies from a non indigenous person. I don't wanna okay, white I guess. <sighs> I just got a lot off my chest. Uh Should we talk about school now? Yeah, sure. Okay, jumping into another topic. School. <sighs> school has been so hectic. Me and Bella are both at home doing school. We're online students now. For just the first, like, semester, I guess. Yeah. Because we're, like, it's split up into blocks because of COVID and it's crazy. Um, But I'm going to be going back to school for second semester. I'm really proud to say that because this online stuff is just not for me. I thought it would be, but I need to go back to school. I got to be back in person. I'm going to be wearing a mask all day, though, so I don't mind that because I don't want to catch COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's just not on my bucket list for today. I don't want to catch it. But school's pretty good for me. How's it for you, Boa? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm probably going back in the second semester, though, after the new year. It's just, oh, like, it's like, we're literally teaching, like, how our school system works. We're not doing it on Google Classroom. I, myself, really did enjoy doing school on Google Classroom because, like, I actually had deadlines to meet. And I had certain days that I had to have homework done. I had to read stuff. And now, my cyber school is set up like I can do whatever I want. And I can hand stuff in whenever I want. But I have a day. 
Like, I have to be done by a certain day. Like, everything has to be handed in. So that's just really stressful. Not a fan of it, so I'm definitely going back to school. Um, online school isn't meant for everyone. And it's definitely <laughs> and not, it's not meant for me, for sure. <laughs> everyone is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone is me. Um, so, yeah, sadly, I will be returning back to school. Um, I don't regret it, though, because it's grade 12. It's my last year at... Well, high school. It's, in, it's high school. I'm. High school is pretty fun, I guess. It was okay for me. It was an okay experience. Um, out of ten, I would rate it a six, maybe. <laughs> After I just said it was good, I yeah. gave it a six. Okay, Bella. Yeah, my experience. Um, I'm only in grade eleven, but I'd give it a two. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It just it's really. It's, I yeah. Definitely like to say Disney movies make high school look so much. Like, way better, but you get back to high school, you're like, dang, this is just not... This is the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's like, oh, no. They did not show... In high school, they did not show racism. They did not show failing classes. They did not show... Oh. It stresses me out just thinking about school. <laughs> um, Okay, let's talk about after school, though. Since I'm in grade 12, a little flex for you guys. Um... I guess I should be, like, applying soon. Well, I I guess I did already did. Yeah. But usually, like, by now and then kind of early, like, January, February, people start applying for... Oh, excuse me. Applying for, like, universities, colleges, community colleges, uh, trade school, you know. Well, like, just... Post-secondary school. Post-secondary, yeah. Or, like, jobs and stuff. So, me, I decided, you know what? <sighs> I think I want to move. I'm kind of getting tired of winter. Bored of Saskatoon. Bored of Saskatoon. I love my family, though, here. I'm not saying I'm getting bored of my family, for sure. Yeah. I'm just getting bored of Saskatoon in general. Like, there's nothing really to do here. Yeah. And people probably disagree with me. They're like, oh, no, this is the city of bridges, Gabby. You need to check yourself. (laughs) I've already seen them, so I'm done. Yeah, I've been on the bridges. It's fun. But I want to move. So I've decided that I kind of want to go to... Uh, the College of Southern Nevada. I'm pretty sure it's a community college. But I'm ready to move. I'm ready to dip. I'm ready just to pack my bags and be like, see y'all. See you guys at Christmas. Um, so I applied to College of Southern Nevada, CSN. And a couple of days later, I already got an email back saying I was... Admitted. Admitted. And that's already, like, step one. So, of course, my dad, me and my dad, he sent out a bunch of texts to everyone. And everyone was like, oh, congrats. Good job. So now I just have to, like, enroll, do a couple, like, tests and stuff, and then hopefully I get in, and then I'll be on a plane ride or a road trip back down to Vegas. And <laughs> the Greyhound down to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the Greyhound, the next Greyhound bus I'm on. My parents will drop me off downtown Saskatoon. <laughs> a day later, I'm in Vegas. <laughs> just a blink, and I'm there. It's scary thinking about post-secondary school, because... I don't know, I feel so grown up now. Like, I just feel like, oh, It's kind of stressful to think about that, too. Yeah. Oh, thinking about it scares me. I want to be in a young adult in the big city. <laughs> I feel awkward. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I'm... Uh, oh, let's talk about Halloween. Halloween's coming up. Okay, we're just switching to topics. We talked about our main topic already, so that's pretty good. Halloween. 
Oh, me and Bella's costume. That's what you want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so me and Bella kind of already knew that, we, like, I wasn't going to be going anywhere for Halloween. Bella wasn't going to be going. We kind of already decided who we wanted to, like, hang out with just because of COVID. Excuse me again. Oh. Um, We're going to hang out with some, like, family friends. You know, we cousins, I guess. Yeah. They're, like, our little cousins now. Um, But me and Bella, like, okay, since we're going to be together, we're going to, like, we want to do a costume together. So, like, our first ever costume that we thought about would be in was Cheech and Chong, and this was, like, two months ago. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, let's be Cheech and Chong. Um, That idea went down the drain. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were like, mm, no, we won't be them. So then we're like, what else could we be? So we kept, and we haven't thought about any other costumes since the Cheech and Chong, like, two months ago. So this week, finally, I was like, oh, my God, we need to choose costumes. Because I would feel weird if I went to, like, our friend's house or our cousin's house and I wasn't wearing a costume. I'd feel really awkward. I'd be like, well, dang. And now me and Bella have our costume picked out. It's pretty, it's pretty tradish. It's pretty uh, indigenous. Indigenous. <laughs> yeah, it's very indigenous of us. Um, going back to the movies of our childhood. So we're being... We've, yeah, I've watched it. So you haven't. We should have been the characters. No, we we couldn't have done the dance. Uh, okay, sorry. We are being. <laughs> who are the guys? Thomas and Victor. From Smoke Signals. I will be Victor. I will be portraying the character of Victor, and Bella will be Thomas, portrayed by Adam Beach. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm I'm hopefully getting a shirt that says Fry Bread Power. Also, that'd be a pretty deadly shirt to have on the side. Yeah. Away from the costume, <laughs> just a shirt that says fry bread power. Um, I'm gonna get some jeans, maybe borrow some jeans from my uncle. <laughs> um, Bella is gonna. Oh, sorry for the moving, guys. My little desk had to move. Bella is gonna be wearing like a flannel, some jeans, her hair down. Maybe wear your contacts that day. Since you won't have to wear your glasses, I have to wear glasses, but still, so. Kinda sucks. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, guys, if you would have told me two a week ago that I could have been Thomas and Victor, then I wouldn't have cut my hair. But I did. Getting so on now. the hair topic. Oh, yeah, let's... Bella's hair... Let's, let's talk about that. Bella's hair was down to her tailbone. Beautiful hair. But it was, like, it was dead. Like, it was mm-hmm. six feet in the ground dead. Like, it was just... It was gone. And her hair was dead for about how many inches of her hair, like, hair was dead? I'd say six or more. Six or more inches was just full of dead hair, split ends, crispy, crunchy hair. And Bella finally was like, okay, I want to get a haircut. And we talked to our mom about it. And she was like, if you guys wait a week, we'll get our haircut, right? And we'll get your haircut. Professionally, by a girl that at a salon or a guy. Someone that actually knows how to cut hair. And then Bella was like, you know what, I'm, I don't want to wait. And she trusted me. And, like, that's the, like, last person you'd want to trust is me to cut your hair. I've cut my hair many times to say I'm a pretty good hair cutter. But when I did Bella's, I was like, ooh. That's, that's crazy. So I cut Bella's hair. I, like, wet her hair because I searched on Google that it was better to cut your hair when it's wet. Um, we tied it up with hair bands to, like, the length we wanted. And Bella said, cut below that. And I was like, okay. What did my simple-minded head do what did i do i cut above the bands 
And Bella didn't realize until... So I made about... So she made the first cut, and I felt a scissors hit my back, and I was like, that's a little short, but maybe it just feels, like, short to me, right? She kept on going, and I was like, okay, it still feels a little short, but whatever. Last cut, I decided to look right after she cut it. I was like, okay, I'm going to look just to see how short it is. It was just a little bit below my shoulders. And Bella immediately started crying. Like, I mean, she was bawling her eyes out. She was mad at me. I thought Bella was going to take the scissors from me and just shank me in the bathroom <laughs> and leave me to bleed out. Like, I was I was like, oh, my God. And she just started crying. I was like, did she really have an, like that much emotional attachment to her hair? And my mom came in and just, like, my mom was pretty mad that I did that. She's like, well, that's your fault, Bella, because you let her, you trusted her. And I was like, oh, my God. And we weren't even done the haircut, so I still had to cut her hair off. I still had to cut the rest of the hair off. I still had to trim it. Oh, I felt so bad, and she was crying, and I was like, oh, my God. Felt bad. It's over, though, now. She's fine. Life goes on. Okay. Life for you to say. Life after death. You didn't lose your hair. I felt really bad. Me and Bella both have, like, emotional trauma. Because we were survivors of pixie cut haircuts when we were little. Um, people say, like, oh, I'm survivor of native moms pulling their hair. Like, well, Brayden and... No, we're, like... We're, survi- sur- we're survivors of being called little boys. <laughs> yeah, and having a pixie cut, getting a new fade, a little... Oh, nah, it, was, fade. it just wasn't a look for me. I I used to look pretty cute with it, but I hated it once I got older. So I was like, no, I need to grow my hair out. Oh, thinking about it just gives me the chills. Yeah. Oh, I could never go back to that. My dad always wants us to go back to it, though. He says we we should go back, just get a pixie cut. I'm like, no, I couldn't. I could never. Do. Maybe if I got, like, offered a bunch of money, I would. I want to shave my hair, though. That's the other thing. I just want to, like, shave it all off. Would you ever do that? No. Really? Actually, I don't know. I would love to shave my hair off for breast cancer awareness, actually. That's... But if you've seen Gabby's hair, I don't know who would take it. Oh, is that what... It, do you have to donate your hair when you do that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and the thing is, like... Yeah, because you're donating it to make, like, wigs, I think, right? Yeah, but that one boy did it one time in my class. Yeah, to make a wig. That's okay. why you... Why would you donate your hair? Just for the well, no, that. can't you, like, raise money and then cut your hair and... Okay, maybe Bella is right, because I always just thought, you know, you raise you a bunch can, of money. You can raise money and then you cut your hair and then you donate it. Oh. But did he have long hair? It was a boy. He didn't have that long of hair. Oh, wait, yeah, he did. He grew his hair out. Okay, now it's all clicking in my head. Yeah, <laughs> no one would take... I don't think anyone would want to take my hair. There's too much heat damage to it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> When he tried to, oh, I remember when I used to get like, so I have like naturally frizzy, curly hair. It's not very curly, it's just like frizzy and nuts. And I used to buy like hair straightening cream. Oh my god. (laughs) She used to like hate when her hair was natural and like straighten it. Yeah. I have straightened hair right now, actually, now that we're speaking about it. I straightened my hair this morning. I feel bad now. Okay, guys. Guys, okay. So we think we want to wrap it up now. We've talked about the issues that we want to talk about. You know, the current events.
going on in Canada with the Indigenous people. Uh, we talked about life. We talked about school. We talked about racism that we faced in school. That was pretty bold of us. We talked about my hair. My what? What is my hair like? My hair is just not a. Nobody wants this hair. I just. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants this hair. Yeah, uh, Bella, anything else you'd like to say to our viewers, our family? Uh, thanks for tuning in. We're grateful for whoever listens to this. If you're listening to this right now, thank you. <laughs> yeah, send us a message, guys. Literally, we've only got one message, but we had a, lo- we had a lot of views, I'd like to say. Yeah, more than we were expecting. Yeah. We got one comment, and that was the, someone told our cousin. Thank you for that. Cousin Jay, we'll call him. He commented to tell us to talk about... I don't want to say his name without his consent. Okay. Um, he told us to talk about, you know, what's going on in Nova Scotia. And that was, like, what we kind of already were planning to do. But he brought it up. and So thank you for that. Um, if you guys have topics that you guys want us to talk about, just let us know. We're going to post on every Friday. Maybe we can add another day in there, like maybe Mondays. Yeah, if we're not too overwhelmed. But we'll we'll definitely let you guys know. And our podcast is now available on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And there's a few other ones that I don't, I don't think any of you guys, if you're, unless you're like crazy podcast listeners, but. Yeah. And we're going to be getting like a new podcast album art cover. Our cousin is helping us out. So we're really grateful for that. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to be talking to her. I should have got back to her, but me and Bella are going to be looking at some inspiration that we want to do. So. Maybe if you guys do have some, in, like, ideas of what we can put on the album cover. <laughs> the album. <laughs> album. Um, let us know. Please, cover art. <laughs> guys, don't be, like, if, is, if, if that's what you are, if you're shy, don't be shy. Just comment. Give us an idea of what you want to talk about. Um, when I update you guys when we post. Or leave us a voice message. You can even just send me, like, a... Uh, a private message, like a messenger. And I'll for sure respond. I'm literally always on Facebook. I'm a Facebook girl. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of it. So, yeah, just let us know, guys. Um, but thank you again for listening. Whoever you are, we love you. We're grateful for you. And we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Thank you. Stay indigenous. Bye. Hi, everyone. I'm Gabby. And I'm Bella. And welcome back to Mama Scott's Zone. So guys, we are back finally after about a month. Our last episode was October 23rd and it's it's November 21st. So it's almost been a month. Life's been crazy. We've had school, hockey, snowstorms. It recently started just, it's winter now finally. So it's literally hectic and COVID-19 isn't getting any better in our city. Everyone just isn't following rules so it's nuts guys but we're back we have some topics to talk about today right Bella yep and we're ready to pop out another episode we're gonna um I would say our schedule is kind of crazy but it's not really like we it's crazy it's not crazy but it's crazy so we're gonna try and get an episode out for you guys every week we just we can set a scheduled, like, date. We definitely can, but, yeah. So, we're just gonna start doing these more. We're sorry if you guys were let down that we didn't post after a third episode. So, we're gonna get our head in the game. 
And yeah, we're excited. Hopefully get a guest sometime soon. Maybe our little sister will be our first guest. Yeah, we can just interview her. She'll come down from her bedroom and <laughs> come to our studio. Okay, so one of our first things that we have to discuss is the Saskatoon. Or is it a Saskatoon snowstorm? Or would it be Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan. Um, so like, that would be two weeks ago that... We had a huge snowstorm, and like a snowstorm like this hasn't happened since 2007. And I don't even know if we lived in Saskatoon yet. We didn't, I don't no. think. We lived in Yorkton at the time. So we weren't around, but Global News was like showing footage from 2007. And I've heard about the snowstorm. Like it was a whiteout storm, and like people were stranded at work and everything. What have you heard about it? Same thing that you have, yeah. Okay, so it's my, like, it snowed about two and a half feet, my dad said. I don't really know how much I did snow. I know it snowed a lot. I can't say the exact measurements, but it snowed a lot. We were, we went to bed the, what was this on? Two weeks ago. This was a Sunday when we, everyone had woke up and it was like snow, like it was completely, we were all snowed in. So the Saturday, like the day before, it was a Saturday. And it already started getting, like, there was heavy snowfall, the roads were bad, and I had to drive, actually. Me and my little brother and my little sister, we drove to the mall to get our fix in Bourbon Street. (laughs) And I was, like, freaking out because I didn't want to drive, but I ended up going because I wanted food. Um, And then I ended up not getting food because I was, like, too freaked out about driving home. So... The roads were so bad because I remember like that was my first time actually driving in a real snowstorm. So I was like freaking out, trying to calm myself down. There was like cars in the ditch already. It was whack. While Bella was sitting at home. All cozy and warm. And comfort. And just comfortable. And I was like freaking out on the road, like hunched over, like trying to see like, oh my gosh, it was nuts. So then it snowed that whole night on Saturday. And we woke up Sunday morning. Sunday morning and we were like snowed in like it was nuts like my dad and mom oh no that was a Sunday that was a Saturday it started snowing so then Sunday we woke up and we were all snowed in that's what you just said no I kind of messed up I might have not messed up but we woke up and my no I think this happened on a Sunday okay it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, but whenever it happened, the next day that we woke up, we were all snowed in. Sorry, guys. We were all snowed in. And my parents were like, we have to get to work. And I was like, no, no. No, it's not happening. <laughs> there was so much snow and, like, the roads. And I was like, there is no way my parents are getting to work. And people, there was already tracks made on our main street, like, our street. And I was like, how are people doing this? And there was people getting stuck like crazy. Everyone had to, like, shovel their cars out. We had to shovel the walkway. We went. We woke up at 6 in the morning to shovel the walkway. We had to shovel the sidewalk. We had to shovel a path to the car. We had to shovel the car out because my parents had to get to work. My dad's like an essential worker. Yeah. Because he does work in the communities. But my dad's like, we have to get to work. And I was like, there's no way you guys are getting to work. So then... 
He tried to get the car out and we couldn't get it out. Like the roads were just so like packed with snow. Like you could not move a car. We didn't have winter tires yet. So <sighs> obviously he was not making any progress. He, he, they, they both didn't end up going to work. And then on that Monday, just we happened to have no groceries. Yeah. And we walked, and so we all got bundled up in our winter jackets, uh, sweaters, pants, snow pants, boots, and we just walked to the grocery store. It's really not that far of a walk from yeah, our house. We live like over, we just live like there's a little bridge you just cross. Overpass. An overpass. And we're at the store. But we were the first, like, like, probably, like, the third people to walk on that path. So it hadn't been shoveled yet. Like, the, we walked through a bunch of snow. We had to climb up the little ramp to get to the overpass. And then the overpass hadn't been shoveled, so we had to walk through that. And we thought the store wasn't even open, to be honest. But, like, before that, my dad was trying to drive to this grocery store. And I was like, dude, it's not going to work. Like, I just had this big fear of getting stuck on the road and having to push a car because I hate pushing cars and I was like we're not gonna make it we didn't make it to the store so obviously that's why we walked I was like dad we'll walk to the store like just let us get bonded up and we'll walk so ended up we ended up walking took a sled like what a normal normal walk to the store from our house would take 10-15 minutes it took probably a half an hour like 45 minutes to get there 45 minutes back Cause like my little brother, he isn't that tall. Like my little brother is probably as tall as the snow. Mm-mm. Not that that's, short. That's pretty extreme. But no, he's not that tall. So that snow was like, it was just a lot for him to walk. It was a lot His for stomach. Him. Yeah. And then we walked back and we had groceries. So like me, I, I was wearing a backpack with a bag of 10 t- pound potatoes <laughs> and bread. And I fell back and I couldn't get up. And I was like, help, help. And like I was screaming and crying and then my little sister pulled me up and I was like and then she pushed me over again and I was like I can't get up and I was like so mad and then I was like oh I had a bag of 10 pound potatoes and maybe that's why I couldn't get up but that's probably our recap on the snowstorm the snowstorm it was crazy I hope it doesn't happen again because that was really crappy and I never want to like live that again I'm glad that I'm moving next year for this now because I don't have to experience it anymore unless I do plan moving back but I don't know if that'll happen okay what's my next topic COVID-19 COVID is just crazy it's literally Miss COVID can go home because I'm just not enjoying this Let's see what's happened in Saskatchewan and Saskatoon. We have new restrictions. And there was an anti-mask rally here in Saskatoon. And I was just like, ooh, these people are just... If you... Oh my gosh. I don't get why people like are so pressed about wearing a mask. Like It can't be that hard. It really can't. If it's hard for you, then I don't know. It's not that masks are going to cure COVID. If you're like wearing a mask, you can't automatically not catch covid if you're doing it it's the same reason you're wearing a seatbelt it's not gonna stop the seatbelt isn't gonna stop you from crashing your car but it's gonna it's preventative so it's gonna help you it's not gonna hurt you as much and so when people wear masks it's like a seatbelt it's like so these are the same people that don't wear seatbelts too and like 
these people are like it's my right like i don't have to wear it it's like what oh my gosh what about those cars you saw oh. i think it was the same people actually so the like about a, two weeks ago no like a week ago we were driving um to martinsville we were driving to martinsville and we saw probably i think me i saw like three or there was like three or four cars lined up uh they were driving right by us and they all had sign bright signs on their car like that were handwritten and there were these anti-maskers and i saw and every person i looked in the car to see who was driving the car one of them was a middle-aged woman she looked like a karen uh and then the rest were old people so i was very surprised <laughs> but the way like the wording of the signs were just crazy like they compared wearing a mask to Auschwitz Auschwitz like a concentration camp a concentration camp and like that's just do that's dumb like if oh my god it's crazy and it's like i'm not saying like but it's like old people that are doing this shit too and then oh what what they are you just swearing oh i don't think they're mad about that bella that i'm swearing Okay, well, it's old people that are doing it, and old people are getting, like, like, oh my gosh, we know a couple people that have gotten it, and they're old, so that's not good. If you're an old person and you're not wearing a mask, then just, oh my gosh, I don't know what to say to you. <sighs> but there's a new mandatory mask rule here in Saskatoon. You have to wear a mask everywhere you go. You can't enter a place if you don't have a mask. But, like, restaurants, people are like, oh, well, I have to eat, but still, like, you'll eat, put your mask on, and chew. You know, that's what? that's what they're doing on planes, actually. That's not what it is. Yeah, but that's what they're like. You didn't do that today. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sure. laughs> uh, oh, five people per house. Um, my little sister's moving out now because we have six people in our house. So <laughs> she's moving to the garage. We sent her a care package already. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, won't she won't be with us this Christmas. She'll be in the garage. <laughs> Sorry, five people. <laughs> so, I guess if you only have four people, you can have one guest over, but... Yeah, so basically, if you have more than five people who actually live there, you just can't have anybody else over. Like, nobody. It doesn't matter if not all five people are there. If As long as you have five or people are over, no one can be over at your house, no matter if there's just one person there. So and nobody it, should be over at your house, though. So. Yeah. So does that mean Christmas would be canceled now? Yeah. That's probably why they put it in place, though. Yeah. And they think that hockey is going to get shut down here. So the sports are going to shut down. There was so down. much people at your hockey game today. There was. was there, I hope they were in masks. You know, there's those ladies that are, like, are pulling it down to talk to the other moms. And it's like, I Yeah, we went to Bella's hockey game today. And we were in the parking lot. And my mom was like... Oh my god, there's so many cars here, and I looked, and there was, so... There was lots of people there, yeah. It was crazy. Hockey parents are a different breed, so... Different breed. Uh... COVID. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next we're talking about... School. Particularly college, because... I'll be attending college next year. Or... Next fall. Not even next... Well, next year, too, I guess. Um, I think I already talked about that in the last episode. College of Southern Nevada got ex- ad- admitted? I have no clue. I either got admitted or... Ex- no, I got admitted. 
So I'm just, I sent in some papers. It's gonna be a new city, kind of a new life because I won't really have, well, I won't, I won't have any friends down there. <laughs> um, but I'll have family. I'm gonna have lots of family down in Vegas, in Nevada, on my mom's reservation. I'm excited, so I can't wait to hang out more with my family down there. I love my family up here, but I'm excited to see more family because I've lived in Canada my whole life. New city, that's gonna be weird. Cause all I've ever known is Saskatoon. Like that's all I've ever known is. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. All I've ever known is Sutherland. And the train tracks. You just said her name. That's not yes. like I'm saying exact. If you know exactly Saskatoon. Schooling. I don't I don't know what it's gonna be like. Like I've always thought that college was like this next level of like education, which it is. But I always thought it was going to be, like, way harder. And I don't know if it is going to be way harder. People say that, like, college is easier than high school. Or some people say it's harder. Some people say it's just the same. So I hope it's the same because I'm not... I don't want it to be hard. I'm doing casino management. I'll be working in the casino. So get at me for free play. Mm, no, don't. <laughs> oh, it's going to be weird starting all over again. Haven't, like, the biggest thing for me is passing school, which I plan to do. I plan to work hard, get that education. But also, like, making friends again. Like, I know friends doesn't have to be, like, on my top of my, the top of my list. But making, like, a whole brand new group of friends again is going to be so weird. Because, like, right now, I don't have a lot of friends. But, like, having to, like, reintroduce myself and, like hang out with different people to find like the right ones because i don't want to be hanging out with someone that like you don't like yeah or that doesn't like you or like are you're, rude or you're like you're just, i don't know not a good connection <laughs> like what if i secretly become friends with like a trumpy you know that'll be weird or i don't know i'm not ready to make new friends but if i have to do it then i have to do it hmm how do you feel about making new friends? I hate it. <laughs> I hate talking to people in general, but... Yeah, I don't have to worry about that yet. Are um, you planning to move to Vegas for school? Probably. I don't know yet. I don't know. Figure it out. Moving back to Vegas just seems kind of right, though. I don't know. I'm excited to move. I don't think I'm ready to, like, leave family here, though. I'll definitely come back and visit, like a lot of when I can no one thinks I'm like you know missing out or anything I'll keep in touch with people though I don't want anyone yeah what else do we have to talk about we talk about the election yeah yeah let's, okay let's Bella can talk about this part no, you, can, you can no, start you, can talk. you start us off okay we have a brand new president of the United States well Pres- he'll be president elect President-elect. He'll be inaugurated on January... Is it January? On January. On ja- <laughs> In January. In January. President-elect Joe Biden. And Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Yes! I'm so excited for that. Donald J. Trump is finally out. I'm so happy about that. Oh my gosh. Okay, Bella, how long did that, like, whole... Like, how many days did it take after voting for them to find out who was president? 
didn't it i think it took like at least four or five days it was like almost a week after yeah nevada was really did they ever finish counting nevada i think they did nevada took but a then while. now trump's administration is trying to like re call for a recount they called for a recount of one of the states and they did it and then it still showed that biden was biden won it and pretty, like that just shows that it's he's pretty a, funny that just shows that he's a sore loser like obviously it's like dude you lost just accept it wasn't he trying weren't they trying to sue people like the donald trump's team i thought i saw that but i don't know i might just be reading cnn wrong i'm so happy that joe biden won though i am too and now, like, people that supported Trump, they're all, like, taking down their, like, Trump signs and, like, yeah. Trump stickers. Like, they're all going back into hiding. You know, it's funny. No, I saw this one thing. I think it was uh, Trevor Noah from The Daily Show. He was, like, he was, like, now you can't, um, now you can't call yourself a Trump supporter. You just have to go back to a big old-fashioned racist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Those people, the Trump supporters, though, they, like, oh, my gosh, they brag about that. Like, they have those big stickers. Some of them, like, get their car details, so they'll have Trump, like, on the side. Oh, that is extreme. Like, I saw this picture of this black truck, and he was obviously a Trump supporter because, like, he just had this big, massive truck. Oh, I saw that. And he had Trump, like, I don't know what. He had it, like, um, wrapped wrapped on his car. And And that was, like, about a week before the election and, said, and then someone took a picture of it about a, a few days after the election happened after the results were announced and he had it taken off all the american flags and it off said of it. trump 2020 and i was like oh my god like you spend money oh it was crazy and like people have trump stickers on the back of their car they're like trump train 2020 and they had the flags like if i've seen videos of like people running up and just snatching them off in the middle of traffic and then they just peel out of there i've seen the trump rallies where people drive by and they play like f donald trump like i love that that's what i love i just oh and i didn't you see that thing where he had that march in dc million mega march and then like (laughs) twelve thousand people showed up (laughs) and then he tried to have a rally and all the seats were empty there was like less he said there's gonna be a hundred thousand people in attendance and there was Less than a thousand, I think. It was so funny. And the people that showed up, they were like, they were like hiding their faces. There were like people were filming them, and they were hiding their faces behind the Trump signs because they didn't want anybody to see that they were there. It was so funny. That was funny. I don't like. They were so they're proud to post it and stuff, but once like people actually see who they are, they're like, nope, not me. Like wrong person. Okay, I guess we can just talk about random things happening in our life right now. I'm still doing online school. Bella's still doing online school. Yep. What else? Bella's playing hockey right now. How's hockey going? It's good. Uh, we had our well, we had our second game, but for me, this was my first game. Oh wait, we didn't even talk about how we got tested for COVID. Oh my God, yeah, we did get tested for COVID. It was a really scary experience. Um, what? How was that? A, that was a stressful experience. It was scary too because I didn't. We didn't get a results for a while, and like it took like a week for us to get our results. But we didn't have. We don't have COVID. Thank God. Negative. That just like there was no way we like really could have had it. Like we could have had it, but there was no way we really could have. But we still had to get tested. We had to like 
quarantine. We didn't have to quarantine. We had to self isolate. Our whole family had. To- oh no! Yeah, our whole family had to self isolate. We literally lost it, and then we got snowed in for like an extra. Th- what was that? Three days. Yeah. We got snowed in for an extra three days. So we. Oh my gosh. What were your? Uh- how did you like the COVID test? I don't really... The swab. The lady said... She was really nice, the nurse that helped yeah, us. she was. I really liked her. Her eyelashes were popping, but she was like, it feels fine. Some people would just compare it to water going down your nose. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, wait, I hate water in my nose. Like, I hate sucking up water in the shower. Like, just, oh, I hate that. And when she put the swab in my nose, I was like, oh, this does not feel like water. And I, I didn't want to move because she said if you move, she you have has to redo to, it. She has to start all over again. And I didn't want to do that, so I just sat there, and it just goes all the way down. And I hated it so much; like you can just literally feel it. it doesn't feel like water at all. It definitely does not. <laughs> and then she pulled it up really slow, and I just hated it. Oh my gosh! I didn't move though. I was surprised. I did have like a tear roll down, but that's pretty normal. Like yeah, I think all of our eyes watered. Yeah. Didn't I think I filmed everyone. I didn't film my mom. So I didn't know if my mom wanted to be filmed, so I just didn't film her. That was weird. I, I think the big the biggest reaction was either my mom our mom or our little sister. She had a she started like trying to pull back and she like started twitching her head. Our little brother did a really good job. Yeah, though. he did. Which I didn't think he would because I don't know, I didn't I thought he would really like be scared of that. We we had to go do a drive-through COVID testing, and we waited in line for about half an hour. It was we got, we got there early. Yeah, we got there like half an hour before it opened, so we weren't yeah we weren't waiting long. If you live in Saskatoon and you're gonna go to the drive-through COVID test, make sure to get there at least half an hour early, and you won't have to wait that long. Or even early because there was people there like before us, and like we were at a pretty good spot in line, but I think we. It opened at, what, 11, and we got there at 10.30, and I think we, we were out of there by 10.30. Yeah, so we definitely... I mean, 11.30, sorry. We definitely didn't, like, yeah. wait a long time, but there was people that kept showing up after us, and, like, the oh, line was just getting line. so long. And then we had to be nosy and drive back through the line to see who was in it. <laughs> yeah. That's us. We're very nosy. See how long it was, yeah. What else has happened in our life? We got COVID. Te- we got tested for COVID. Uh, Did we talk about cutting my hair? Yeah, that that's no happened luck. a while ago. It's old news. Okay. Uh, Christmas is coming up. We got our Christmas tree set up. Holidays. Holidays. We're not gonna be spending Christmas this year in Vegas, which is really weird because I'm. We, we're always in Vegas for Christmas. Like, no doubt we're always in Christmas. Or, we're always in Vegas for Christmas. We're always in Christmas. And I always stay with my auntie, like, my mom's side of the family on the reservation. And I'm always with them. So, like, I always spend Christmas Eve at my auntie's house. And then I wake up at my grandma's house, go to my auntie's house in the afternoon. And we have dinner. But this year, we will not. We'll be home here in Saskatoon. And then we won't even get to spend it with our family because... COVID, five people in the house, so now it's gonna be weird. Christmas dinner, we'll be making our own turkey and mashed potatoes. 
Uh, oh my gosh, Uncle Bon, Uncle Ron's buns though. Yeah, that'll be sad. I don't know how to really make them. I had the recipe, but I don't really. You don't make it with love. Yeah, I do. That's, I made them. That's the missing ingredient. For me. I made them last year actually for Auntie and them down there, and like they came out pretty good. But I didn't know how much flour to put in. Like my aunt, one of my aunties from up here, she sent me the recipe. And I followed it, but like the flour amount was just an, was was just not enough for me. So I was like, "What the heck?" So I just kept adding flour until it finally got to like a dough consistency. And I was like, "Okay, this seems right." And then like I didn't know how to size them out, <laughs> so I just like I don't know. I grabbed like a fistful of dough, wrapped it like rolled it around, and then put in the thing. And then you're supposed to let them set for about like half an hour, let them rise a bit. And they were huge. I didn't. I was like, oh my god, no. Bake them. The one batch came out pretty fine. The second batch came out doughy. I don't know. It was just they just weren't that good in my opinion. But my family liked them. I put all the lo- I put all the love and stress I could into them. I was so stressed out while making them. So I don't know if I'll try and make them this year. Maybe I will, but I highly doubt it. I highly doubt you'll go cooking. I'll ha- I'll probably just make the potatoes. Yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna send out Christmas cookies to the family, but I don't know if anybody really wants to take cookies right now from like another household. COVID. COVID cookies. COVID cookies. (laughs) Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas. Here's a potential COVID outbreak. That would suck. I wanted to give out <laughs> potential <laughs> We really wanted to give out cookies to our family. Oh, that's sad. That would have been fun. Okay, Gabby, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Christmas Vacation. Because it's called Vacation, the series. We just watched it, actually. Uncle Eddie is so funny. Clark Griswold. Gabby can do a perfect Uncle Eddie stance. She stands like Uncle Eddie. It's just because I don't have a good posture. I like, <laughs> I like She's hunch hunched over like Uncle Eddie. I hunch over, yeah. That's a good movie. What about what's your favorite movie? I like Christmas Vacation. Or like Elf or something like that. I was never really a fan of Elf. Really? The only scene I like from Elf is... When he eats the spaghetti? Yeah, I just like this, like the... I don't know, I think it's satisfying how he makes the spaghetti. And then when he chugs the Coke. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's so fun. And then he makes her, uh... He makes his... I guess his mom... Um... He makes her leftovers the next day. To take to work and she's like... Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you, buddy. That would definitely be my favorite Christmas movie, though. I'm not really, like, uh... I also like the Polar Express. I don't really ever... Like, I don't ever watch the full movie, the Polar Express. I just watch... Like, I'm always catching the half... The last half of it. Oh. Jeez, I forgot. What about... Is there any other movies that you like? My other... I don't really watch Christmas movies, I feel like. There's only certain Christmas movies that I actually do watch. If not, I'm just not. A... I do like Christmas in general, though. I like the presents. I like spending time with the family. 
Yeah. I like getting Christmas cookies. There's one of my mom's family members in Vegas. She makes really good cookies, like sugar cookies. Like, no one can top hers. Actually, yeah, no one can top hers. They're pretty good. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I had to think about it. No, she makes killer cookies. <sighs> what else is there to talk about? Mm, what's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, dang it. Probably. Oh, wait. There's the one by NSYNC. It's called Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. And I love the song. It's like, Merry Christmas and Happy like Holidays. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite song. And then probably um, Last Christmas by Wham. <laughs> is it Wham? Wham. <laughs> and then probably All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, no. oh, and gosh. And Oh, Silent Night. That is like my favorite Christmas movie. That song always gives me like, it always like. In my head, when I hear that song, I always thinking about like driving through Idaho and like Utah and just like thinking about that song for some reason. Wait, what song? Oh, Silent Night or Silent Night. Oh yeah. Oh, oh Holy Night. Because we'd always blast the Christmas station. Yeah, in Utah, or Idaho, they always have. Idaho, st- yeah. Yeah, it's Oh Holy Night, not Oh Silent Night. I like Silent Night too, though. Like sometimes, just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. You know what's good? Um, Drummer Boy by Justin Bieber. <laughs> Yeah, I like mistletoe too. Or mistletoe, yeah, that's good too. Or um, how do you say it? Mela. Oh, Mela Kalikimaka. Yeah, and then um, what's that one from Daddy's Home too? Remember Victor always sings it. Oh, uh, there won't be snow in Africa. There won't be snow. Our little brother knows that whole song. He always sings along to it. It's so funny though, but it's so cute at the same time. Yeah. Okay, um, I would, okay, what do you want for Christmas this year? I want, well, <laughs> um, I want, I want, I don't even know what I want for Christmas yet. I know that, oh, I want to get a pair of shoes. Just like, good pair of runners. I really wanted, okay, so like, I love hoodies, like, I just love hoodies, and there's this one hoodie I've wanted for a long time, but I don't, like, actually listen to the music. This music artist. I don't listen to his music. So, Kid Cudi is, uh, is he a rapper? I guess. I don't even know. He's not even I don't relevant. even know his, like, I don't know his He's music. He's not even relevant anymore, but sure. So, Kid Cudi, I wanted this hoodie. Like, it says Intergalactic on it. And I was like, oh, I want this hoodie. Like, it's probably going to be, like, 60 bucks. Pretty expensive. Like, that's expensive <laughs> to me. And if you're paying more than 45 for Gabby, it's expensive. Like, I was like, okay, I'll use my Christmas money on this. Like, I'm I'm going to save up. And I went to... So I was going to, like, eventually, I was like, okay, I'll start listening to Kid Cudi's music. So, like, if people ask me what my favorite song is, at least I know, like, one song. I can have one off the bat. So I was like, I decided... I was on this TikTok, and I saw the girl. She works at the store that sells the hoodies. I was like, oh, okay. So I hopped on, like, the link to the page, and the hoodie was $495, and I was like, oh, I don't actually need the hoodie that bad. <laughs> and I just looked at the price, and I was like, why is it so much? And I was, like, starting to think, does he only have, like, and the only size they had was large, so I was like, there has to be something going on here. And then I looked at the rest of the, like, website, I was like, oh, maybe there's something else I can buy, because they had, like, a bunch of high-end, like, designer products. And everything else was, like, over, like, my price limit. So I was like, ooh. Mm. Like, I, my parents, like, 
it's my Christmas. Like, I usually just get Christmas money. I don't want my parents to stress out about what they have to get me. So, but I was like, no. Just take it in cash. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll get mad at me if I, like, they're like, it's your Christmas money, but don't spend it dumb. Or don't spend it, like, stupidly. Me, like, you I would. To, you have to really tell Gabby that or else she will. Yeah, like, if you don't tell me, like... Gabby will spend it all on food. Gabby will literally... Or that time, I spent $200 on a jacket, and I don't even wear the jacket anymore. Which jacket? The Nike oh, one. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I was in Montreal, and I bought this jacket for, like, $200, and I was like, oh, it was such a good deal. And then she... I think she wore it, like, four times, maybe. I don't know where that, that jacket funny. is, actually. I don't. I don't. And I felt so bad about it. After I bought it, I was like, yeah, it was $200. And all my friends were like, oh, my gosh. And I realized, like, that after, like, that was a lot of money. I don't even know why I would pay that much for a Nike jacket. Like, Nike jackets shouldn't, like, I thought they were only, like, six. I was like, why the heck is it 200 And it's not even that nice of a jacket, if I'm going to be honest. It's yeah. like a windbreaker. <laughs> and I got the ugliest color, too. I got, like, turquoise and blue. So that was my mistake. But yeah. Yeah, that was dad my dad got mad about it but he forgave me that kind of gave me a like i don't know that was like a lesson to me like i don't need that like i just don't think i need expensive jackets because i always end up getting them like dirty or like kind of ruining them so yeah gabby's really rough on stuff really rough on stuff i'm rough on shoes no i'm not rough on my blundstones though yeah you are no i'm not Okay. My vans have always came out like trash though. Like, I haven't bought vans recently because I know I'm gonna wreck them. My my Birkenstocks are pretty good though. They're oh, pretty solid. Oh, that's what I need to get. Birkenstocks for Christmas. But Birkenstocks here in Canada are kind of expensive. I'd rather buy them in Ve- like in Vegas in America where they're a little bit cheaper. But it just seems cheaper, but not really technically. It's not. Well, sometimes, yeah. Mm, technically. But, sure, I'll let you think that. Well, guys, that's about... That's all we really have to talk about today. Yeah. Not a lot has happened. No. I'm sure there's more stuff that'll happen, though, soon. Yeah. Christmas will be coming up. We went to the mall today. Oh, my gosh, I love the Christmas decorations they have set up there. They had them... They had them... Like, I don't know why they're set up so early, but I guess everyone's ready for Christmas. All the Christmas deals are coming out, and they gotta prepare, I guess. Okay, guys, well, I think we're gonna end it there for today. 36 minutes. We will see you guys next week sometime, hopefully. Whenever we can fit you guys in. We're gonna fit you guys in, though, no matter what. Yeah. Um, yeah, but thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys liked today's episode. If there's anything else or any recommendations, we do say um a lot. We're working on that. And we're just trying to do like a little like, it's not like, we're doing like freestyle. Like we'll just go with it, talk about what we want. We're not going to have like a script right up, wrote, writ up. Like a specific script. Just like yeah. We'll have topics and some ideas down. Some jots, but. And that's about it. So that's what we've been doing. It's working pretty well. I know we say um a lot. Sorry again. We repeat you things. You say like a lot. I say like a lot, yeah. You, you just said like four times. I've always had that habit. Some girl pointed that out in grade four. 
And I was like, the audacity you have to do that to me. Like, she embarrassed me in front of the whole class, and I was like, wow. Oh, I don't. I was so embarrassed in that time. But yeah, we'll come back with you guys with another episode next week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let us know when we post on Facebook. Comment on my Facebook post about what we could talk about. Thank you guys for listening, and have a good night. Thank you. Bye.